Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday for another super fun episode. We've got a lot to cover tonight. We will be welcoming back our co-host, Tanya, my wife. Super happy to have her back on the show again, and we share a few laughs uh, along the way, and it was a lot of fun uh, having our conversation all about the Travelmation Retreat, as well as about the Marathon Weekend. You know, she's a Travelmation travel agent like me. Uh, however, she was not able to go to the retreat this year. She kind of supported me and my crazy dreams of wanting to run the, the Dopey Challenge uh, at as part of the marathon weekend. And that was a lot of fun. And we spent some time in the episode talking about that, talking about the sacrifices that, uh, you know, it, it takes for folks to be able to pursue crazy dreams like running, uh, for crazy distances. Like, like we, we did, you know, 48.6 miles over, over the course of four days, and even like pursuing your dreams, like, you know, travel and, and other things. There's a lot of parallels between, you know, running and in life, uh, in general. And the running community is, is a super encouraging place just like the Travelmation uh, community of agents is, as well. We're going to talk about that. And there are a lot of folks uh, from Travelmation that tuned in on the live cast on Facebook and YouTube that commented along the way, and we'll be sharing some of their comments as we move forward through the episode. So thank you all for tuning in tonight, and we really uh, appreciate your uh, participation in uh, in this weekly episode. So thank you so much. We look forward to being back with you live, hopefully in another week or two. Next week, I will be traveling to Jamaica to check out a couple of Sandals Resorts, one of my first uh, all-inclusive experiences. And we'll be looking forward to that and reporting back on that hopefully soon. Thank you all so much again for tuning in to another episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. And let's get into it, shall we? Tonight, this is Travel Tips Tuesday, and it is January the 18th, 2022. And our question of the day, the first one, we've actually got two tonight to throw, to throw you off. Our first question of the day is this. What is the best thing to do before and after a trip to Walt Disney World? So what is the best thing to do before and after a trip to Walt Disney World? Are you uh, sure it's the 18th? I'm, yes, it is. It's the last day for uh, turning in your 2021 estimated tax payments. So, you would know. fun fact. Yes, it was fun. Uh, I love talking to the Alabama Department of Revenue on the phone. Uh, they're lovely people. So, anyway, meanwhile, back on the farm. Um, Sorry. No idea I why I said that. Days. I lose track of We time. do. See, this is what's happening. So, if you're meanwhile, turning back in, on the farm is from something. It is somewhere. I think it's like Green Acres or something. One of those really old TV shows. If you know, please tell us. Well, yeah. If you know that, don't Google it. Who knows what will show up. All right. So seriously, though, what is the best thing to do before and after a trip to Walt Disney World? We did have, did have a lot of great uh, pieces of feedback on um, the on my personal news feed earlier uh, when I asked that. And if we don't get a lot of uh, comments tonight, we may go, to, may go to some of those here in just a little bit. Mm. So we'd love to hear back Someone from you. Someone said stop at Bucky's, and that is the wrong answer. See, she doesn't like Bucky's. She's I not a fan. Bucky's. She's not a fan of, like, Lots of people in one place. And Which is funny because that's kind of what Disney World yeah, is. pretty much. So I <laughs> still don't understand that. I can see past it for Disney. Yep. <laughs> Rumi, Brian Gidry. What's up, John? John, I hope you're doing well, Brian. Good Hi, to Brian. see you, buddy. Thanks for the shout out. Nice sh uh, shirt. Uh, John looks... It does look familiar. I think... So he clarified that it was... Or he's clarifying. Yes. He's complimenting your shirt. And not yes. <laughs> 100%. Sorry, that was kind of a weird laugh. Didn't mean to do that. All your laughs are <laughs> frankly weird. Yes, thank you so much. All right. So what is the best thing to do before and after a trip to Walt Disney World? Um, Hope Mackie, her uh, daughter's story, says sleep. Yes, before you need it, before going in there, because you know you're going to be sleep deprived. But you can't and, before, because you're like, well, like that commercial. Yeah, like the I'm too excited to sleep. You know, you've seen that, that was, one. It's, well, I don't know. It's probably been ten years at least. At least something. It's <laughs> it's a GIF or GIF or however you oh, pronounce. It? Yes, you can find it. It's on the interwebs. Matthew Yeager, another one of my buddies, uh, one another one of my roomies for this retreat, says Bucky's has the best bathroom. That it does. They are always clean. They are all. They are the cleanest bathrooms you will ever be in. Probably better than disney but don't tell them that um but there's a billboard on the way here from my family's house that says it's a bucky's billboard it says you have to pee it to believe it <laughs> <Pee> it to <laughs> believe. it's amazing 
Uh, it's almost as good as going down I-65 towards the beach in South Alabama with a big billboard that says, go, go to, church, to church or the devil will get you. <laughs> if you are not Alabama folk. You don't you don't get that. Oh, man. <clears throat> Jeremy Jenkins, mischief manager in the house. Yes, sir. Good to see you. So, Jeremy, fun fact, um, and I don't know if you know this, he was one of two Travelmation agents that left the Travelmation retreat oh, to go to Indianapolis. No, he's my... He's a bulldog. Yes, yes, yes. So I think, if I remember right, I think Jeremy is one of the directors of like ticketing operations at UGA in Athens, something like that. But yeah, he he left the Travelmation Retreat in Florida, hopped on a plane, flew to Indianapolis for the national championship, and then came back. So that's... I don't even know you, but I followed all that on the Travelmation page (laughs) because I feel like we're buddies because we're both George Bulldogs. Yeah. Jeremy's a really cool guy. Uh, He's a lot of fun to hang out with. And um, yeah, so... Uh, anyway, so yeah, it, it was, it was good to hang out with him some with kind of the, the few folks that I got to hang out with and run with for a bit. So that was fine. Yes, Jeremy. Okay, fine. I'll put this up here. Mm. Fine. Go dogs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so she's the one that, uh, has, uh, Georgia roots. If you haven't yes. figured that out yet. Yeah. So Jen says, where are we at here? Hang on. You lost. Walk a few miles a day before going. It will help for all the miles that you walk at Disney. Also, oh. make sure you have good shoes that are broken in. Yes. Good advice. Yes, seriously. It is. Make sure you have good good shoes. You know, take care of your feet. They'll take care of you. A lot of what you're saying is like super practical running advice too. So um, that's it's that. There we go. Shane says, who's your favorite person to eat at Ohana's with and why is it me? Uh, <laughs> fair enough, Shane. Fair enough. Uh yeah, you you are a pretty awesome guy, uh that's for sure. Good to, good to hang out with, with you a little me. bit. We ate there a month ago. He didn't seem terribly. This is true. Uh well, I I mean it was breakfast, so we were also tired after after a little bit of time. We hadn't so. been sleeping at Disney. Uh, well, there's that. So you know, get your naps at Disney. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Jeremy says yes. We are definitely buds now. Thanks for the shout out. Enjoyed hanging out with you too, John. Thank you so much. <laughs> Never wear new shoes. Mm-mm. What, like blisters or something? I guess. I mean, I don't know. Well, yeah, they're not broken. You just said read the one. That said yeah, well, I mean, that's true. That's true. Like for the mirror, well, you wear new shoes that I gave you for Christmas back in December, you, and you said they were okay. They they were okay. They were yes, I did. I did enjoy them. They were lovely. I brought them with. I brought them with me on this trip and wore them also. So, um, it's fun. So anyway, uh, thanks for the comments, y'all. Keep them coming. Let's go ahead and talk about some Disney news real quick. A lot of this stuff has happened in the past couple of weeks. I want to update you all since we did a live show uh, from in here, our studio office. Uh, at Is that what we call this? Yes, it's, a, it's a thing. I'm going to put, hey, well, that makes sense because mm-hmm. I'm an artist. Put a sign. Oh, you can't see it. All my Stu- art stuff is over there. I so. could turn the camera around, but. I'm no, not, it's not. not. No, maybe artists we'll do that are someday. not famous for having this is true. workspaces. So, <laughs> studio office. In case you're wondering, it sounds like two words, but it's not. It's it's one word. Studio with, office with one word with one O in the middle. So it's studio office. <laughs> Say it really. Fa- I didn't make it up, by the way. A former Disney Imagineer did. That was oh, me. this is a real thing. Yes. You're not well, just, I think he's. I, I mean, he's just like carrying as, on. As 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 real as McNair Wilson likes for it to be. So <laughs> it's McNair. Yeah. The same person that helped come up with the concept for Tower of Terror, did one of the initial drawing sketches for Seuss Landing at um, at Universal, and came up with the name of Downtown Disney. So same guy came up with the word Studio Office. So whoops. So there we go. So for all of you that just heard that little sound, I just bumped the mic. Uh, Andrew Larson says Epcot Day this Friday going to be a high of seventy seven, low of fifty five, and cloudy all day. Can't wait. Sounds like pretty good. Pretty good weather good for a Disney weather. trip. Get some good pictures yeah. on a cloudy and, day. Andrew's a, a Florida local to Central okay. Florida over there in the Tampa area. Pretty awesome dude. Uh, he and uh, another... Where my dad's from. Yeah, this is true. Andrew, I don't know if I ever told you that. Told Her dad you. is from the Tampa area. So if you're still watching. Uh, Andrew's a pretty awesome guy. He has a uh, ministry-related podcast. I think he's on a couple of them. Uh, one of them that I tune into from time to time is called The Morning After Ministry Show, and it is pretty amazing. Okay. Super practical. You know, usually pretty hilarious, too, with all the craziness that ensues. And coincidentally, it always ends up during staff meetings. So um, sometimes... Well, it's the day after staff. Yeah. So Shane says, after a Disney trip, book another. Pro tip, book another trip. There we go. We've done that before we left. Yep. For sure, though. Well, back in the day, I mean, do they still do this? Back in the day, they would do, like, if you booked it before your trip ended, you got some kind of special discounter yeah that they're still uh, they're called bounce back offers occasionally those will still pop up i have not received one 
mm. uh, in my past couple of trips, but uh, they do still exist from time to time. Those things will pop up via like a flyer in the room or an email or uh, or something yeah, like that. Flyer in the room of the olden days. <laughs> Rob says, you mean you don't pay attention during staff meeting? Um, <laughs> I do, Rob. There's only My, like four of them. I do. So, I mean, I feel like if he was yeah. really zoning out. See, like today we had staff meeting today because yesterday was a holiday. So, you know, it all it all worked out. So, Shane says, definitely try to bring them on long walks a few weeks before you go. Get rid of any fear that they may have of public restrooms. This is a true thing. Uh, teach them what to do if they get lost and look up where to go. Solid take stuff. Take picture. Yeah. I try to take their picture every morning. So if I lose my kid, I'm like, this is what they look like and this is what they're wearing. This is what they look like approximately 30 seconds ago. We've not we've so. not lost one yet. Anyway, Disney News. Festival of the Arts started last week. Uh, actually, the day after I left, it started on Friday the 14th. Uh, it is now running until February the 21st. So it no, is. No yeah, running. I know that. It says no running on my outline, but I topped this out a little uh-huh, fast. Want, want. So. But nobody else will see it. But now the whole world knows. Well, here, so festival, can, the, no, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> festival of the Arts is now running until February the twenty first. It is the shortest of the festivals that go on at Epcot. But so fun. But it is very fun, uh, very unique. There are a lot of artists that do a lot of the Disney paintings you see in some of the art stores around Disney, and you know others that come in to do different things. There are musical artists that will be there do they do the, performing the Broadway. Uh, they have what's called, I think it's called the Garden Rocks Concert Series or something no, like that. No, 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 That's for, um, Flower and Garden. Flower and Garden. Oh, yeah. So. They do some, uh, I mean, someone will I be get, out here. Yes, yeah, somebody, somebody knows. What's, what's it's the, like, the, the, it's like Broadway something. Yes, I think, I think. bring down the yeah. Broadway performers. I just got done reading the list of the musical artists for the Garden Rocks Concert Series, so. That's anyway. That was just released, yeah. Yep. Wow. So. It was uh, it was pretty fun, but yeah, the festival of arts is pretty cool. You know, all the a lot of food booths are open around uh, World Showcase. You know, some that are kind of a staple that are there uh, with with all the different festivals, and they kind of tweak the menu offerings a little bit. There's a new Encanto booth. There, there is. Yes, uh, there are also, um, like I said, a lot of artists that are there. There are a lot of paintings that you can purchase. Like if you love Disney art, uh, there are a lot of different types of prints and even some original pieces that are out there that you can grab. Uh, as well. So definitely a super fun festival, one that's not to be missed. Uh, cool photo opportunities too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, the Flower and Garden Festival, uh, speaking of which, starts on March the 2nd and runs through, I think, July 4th this year, oh, uh, if, if I remember right. Yeah, it's it's one of the longer running festivals right up there with the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays and the Food and Wine Festival. So, um, but it uh, it does run for quite quite a while, so um, but the Flower and Garden Festival is you know kind of features those beautiful topiaries that you see kind of all around uh, Epcot. Of course, food booths and lots of other fun things. Butterflies. In yes, the butterfly kind of house, butterfly garden, yes. whatever it's called. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, definitely a great thing to see with the kiddos. Uh, there are more restaurants that there or not. This is true. Like you you do you. Would you say grown ups like butterflies. grown ups like butterflies? This is true. This is true. Like so, yes, she likes butterflies. Butterflies are beautiful. Not really sure where this is going right now. Uh, more restaurants are reopening at Walt Disney World. This, this came out this past week. Out. Yes, exactly. Like... It's like, it's like, like y'all know, when before like she's been on the show regularly, uh, it's kind of all over the place, but now it's like times two, so this is fun. More restaurants are reopening. Gico over at Animal Kingdom Lodge is reopening. Flying Fish at Disney's Boardwalk. The Turf Club Bar and Grill at Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort is opening up. Cape May Cafe at Disney's Beach Club and Ale and Compass at Disney's Yacht Club that both kind of be re- been reopened in some form are uh, bringing back more of their offerings um, that, that they have had. Uh, so looking forward to that. I was reading about their blueberry bacon pancakes at Ale and Compass this morning, or not this morning, this afternoon, and I was just like, yep, I need to have yeah. some of those. They're not just like, by the way, those pancakes is not just like a blueberry flavored something or other, or bacon. It's like massive chunks of blueberries with like cubed chunks of bacon baked into the pancake batter. Yeah, it's quite... Is Gigo where we were supposed to go on our honeymoon? Yes. So you all have heard me tell the story, um, the ill-fated story of our honeymoon experience at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Amazing cast members, taken care of uh, very well. But um, we were supposed to go to GCO one night, kind of for our fine dining, like really nice meal, uh, and could not. Yeah, I had I ate tacos from um, 
the Maras, which is like the quick service there, out on the balcony by myself in the rain. <laughs> he had to like, I, I had a stomach bug. He had to like run through the room out to the balcony. Yes. So like the smell wouldn't. True story, bro. But I feel like if you're going to be sick anywhere, that's the place to go because you've always got a great view. Yeah. We had a Savannah room view. Yep, yep, yep. Instead of the animals, I just hung out with the animals all day. So Jonathan says, someone is flexing the pants in the relationship tonight. Thank you, Jonathan. What? Appreciate that. Um, yeah. So Shane says, Jico is to die for. Hopefully one day uh, we'll get back there to experience that. We've still that. never been. That was 15 this years ago. This is true. 15 yeah. years ago? Yeah. 15 years ago. Yep, this is true. Been a long time. And then Jessica Pruitt says, that sounds amazing. Now I must go. You must. Like, I think you'll enjoy it. There's a... Uh, you're talking about the pancakes? No. Well, oh, yeah. I don't know because the reaction time. But the pancakes, yes, are delicious. They I also have... I to work the computer so I can cut down on this reaction. They also have this like you won't let me dark chocolate waffles or something. Yeah, maybe we'll switch places or something. They also have these like dark chocolate waffles and or, or something that are there uh, for, for breakfast that are pretty good. So, Kara Cordell says, hey, hey, Kara. Hope you're doing well. Hey, Kara. Nice to see you. So... Uh, kind of popping back through in the comments. So anyway, that's um, that's kind of a little bit of Disney news. Of course, welcome back, Tanya. Glad to have you here for your second official second official time as a co-host. Yeah. You left me for the last one. I did. Uh, speaking of which, um, before we really get into the content, uh, of which I wrote out a very moving and heartfelt word that I want to say to her. <clears throat> oh, okay. I'm trying not to get a little for Klimp. <clears throat> Uh, hey, hang on a second. I need to. Kara uh, says, "Can you explain Genie Plus?" Yes. Poorly, I can. <laughs> but um, we'll come back to that here, maybe here in a second. So Do you I just have like a. Have you already explained it before? Is there like a? Yeah, like on the show, but it's it's we like make like a short video. It is so hard to explain. Like it, it is it is like I was talking to a client on the phone this it's afternoon. It's hard to. It, understand when you're using it it, it, it is was for me maybe like, my well, pitiful brain yeah so <laughs> anyway but this is a good question right we'll we'll get to that let, let, let me let me let me read well, the thing like a, like a short video we just, should yeah put it on the youtube and you the too. facebooks and maybe have a flow chart pdf so or something 17 subscribers can watch it. yes all 17 <laughs> of you thank you 18 when i right? get done with this <laughs> <laughs> maybe 15 who knows all right <laughs> <clears throat> so before we get started, something needs to be said about what we were talking about tonight. For eight days, I was gone from my family and Tanya, who is a homeschool mom and runs a couple of at-home businesses, like doing custom like uh, artwork things and also um, like making shirts. She actually did the logo on this hat, hand drew it. I did um, not. Did you not? No. Nope. Bought the logo. Bought bought it. Yeah. Well, because I know I'm but not going to hand draw something that I can't resell. Yeah, that's true. So I, most of the stuff. That, anyway, the, all it, the stuff that I sell is. It's it's one of the uh, I don't forget which one it's one of like the Jedi, um, rebel emblems. It's the Jedi emblem. It's the Jedi because they all look very similar. Holographic but, glitter. Yes, it is. It's beautiful. And for my girls out there, it's got a high pony. Look high at pony that. I can do a high pony hat. with this hat. There you go. My life has been changed. I've worn it this is. for like the last three days since I made it. Cha- life changing experience. It really is seriously. So crazy. anyway, she kind of supported things on the home front, and uh, for those of you that you know have you know one kid or multiple kids, and even one. Yeah, they they can be a little crazy uh, when you leave. So uh, thank you to her for that, for supporting it. And also, she's an agent herself with Travelmation, which I think we mentioned. Um, And, you know, hopefully we'll see her at the Travelmation retreat in the future because I really want to be able to do that. So before we kind of go, though, so for those of you that are Travelmation agents that are still watching, I have a... What? What did you say? She whispered something. I'll go back and listen to it later in the audio. So... <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in there, hundred percent. Please don't spit all over the mic. I'm not going to. You can't have nice things. <laughs> well, you've got all this right. real pretty like shield here. This is true. If you, it's called a presumably pop- to keep me from spitting. Too no, much. it's actually a little bit of. That's from you. No, it's not. All right. So, if you are at the travel mission retreat, what was your favorite part? So, if you are a travel mission travel agent, I do want to hear from you. Uh, we'll love to know your favorite part about that and uh, what you know, kind of you got out of that what your favorite thing is. So like one of the like kind of groups of friends that I have from this, we've kind of already talked about that a little bit. Um, but it's more than just like going to a, I don't know, a, a business function. There are a lot of different pieces of it. Um, I think there is training involved. There's part-time involved, you know, stuff like that. But 
Um, you know, there's self-guided theme park experiences. self-guided theme park experiences. Yes, thank you, Disney destinations for time that sounds so boring. Well, you know, I mean, self-guided theme park experiences is too wordy, and sometimes they get accused of being a little too wordy. So there's that. If yeah, so if you were at the travel mission retreat, what was your favorite part? Let's pop over the comments real quick. Um, so here we go. Uh, meeting other agents and trying to gain knowledge, they have to see. Um, if I can get, you know, to utilize their experience. So this is a great point. So yes, we're there, but, um, you know, if, if you're not like a travel agent, maybe you're a client, maybe you're somebody looking at a trip, maybe you're just a Disney fan, whatever. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to take someone seriously if they've had experience, you know, dealing with said destination or said product, whatever it is, uh, be it Disney. So, and, you know, on the other side of it, as as travel agents, as somebody that's trying to help people plan these things, it's a lot easier to explain it, like Jeannie Bless, uh, that, you know, if, if we've had our hands on it. So, Unless you're me. Well, <laughs> I mean, it, it's easier than if, to like, you know, instead of, like, you know, watching, you know, uh, a YouTube video or... Uh, which is funny because this is on YouTube right now. And we oh, just talked about making a YouTube video. Yes, specifically. exactly. But I'm just saying like, it's a lot easier for you to, to explain it. So like we go to have these opportunities so that, you know, we have firsthand experience and we can kind of coach people through the process, which, you know, I've, I've had to do uh, because it's, you know, it's one of those things like it's, it's a great tool. You know, my guess is Disney's still going to be tweaking it a little bit. I mean, through the holiday season, they added, uh, they added uh, some of the attractions that were not part of the regular Genie Plus that were part of the individual lightning lane. Lightning, yeah. yeah. So to, to the regular genie plus. So, you know, they're, they're kind of flexing things. They're looking at the usage of it and, you know, seeing how they can improve on things and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, this is just my gut. I try not to speculate too much. Uh, but if, if somebody were to ask me about genie plus, uh, you know, I would say my gut says it will probably not exist in its current form. Like, you know, for the foreseeable future, uh, just like FastPass and FastPass Plus, when those two things came out, they were they were tweaked initially. You know, after uh, enough users got out there, used the product, and Disney is all about gathering data and feedback. Mm-hmm. They're going to take all that and then you know hopefully make it into something better. So that's got that's solid. Uh, Brian says talking about being at the Travelmation retreat. My favorite part was networking with other agents and industry professional professionals can talk uh there were several yes not really uh there were <laughs> there were <laughs> excuse me there were several uh vendors at the travelmation retreat expo which coincidentally was going on at the same time as uh the marathon and i got there with like 20 minutes to spare so uh, you know the swag shop was closing up and you know a lot of the vendors out there kind of wanted to talk and that kind of thing. So, uh, Sandals and Beaches was there. Of course, Disney Destinations, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, Celebrity, Celebrity Cruise Line, Palace Resorts, uh, a few of our the companies that we work with for like uh, customer management uh, were there. Lots of different uh, vendors were there, kind of talking and you know giving us different things to kind of uh, help better educate ourselves on their product and their offering so we can serve our clients better. And it was great to meet up with some of those folks and uh, have some pretty solid conversations along the way. So uh, Jeremy says being in the parks with other experts was awesome. I learned so much in such a short amount of time. Also shared a little of my own knowledge. Uh, Shane says it felt like a giant family being new. I didn't feel secluded at all. I was very comfortable jumping into conversations with others. Oh, that's one thing that definitely sets travel nation apart. Like one hundred percent. It's very not competitive. It's very I mean it is competitive, right. but not in the sense that the agents right. are competing with each other. They're yeah. supporting and building each other yeah. up and everybody just like grabs the new agents like they're you know, always known them. It's yeah. really neat. It what, is like a giant family. That's a good way to describe fishing. And, and and I realize I'm on the inside, right? I've been on the inside travel nation since two thousand eighteen when there were just around two hundred agents. Now there are 700 plus and you know growing and one of the things that i love about it is just the culture it's great it's positive it's it's healthy it's forward moving and super encouraging uh, along the way jessica uh up here who's a 
fellow homeschool mom uh, like yourself, uh, says, I've only been an agent eight months, so honestly, my favorite part was making friends with all of you. The Harmony's dessert party was also amazing. So, yeah, Jessica was uh, one of the newer agents. She was she was Jody's roommate. So my wife, we, we yeah. hosted Jody uh, Van Dyke and her family in our house. Uh, at a at a meetup uh, last spring and Super got to meet her kids and stuff. So last spring, yeah, it's been that long. Yeah, it seems like it seems like for like longer ago to me, but that's pretty feel solid. Like I've known Jody a really long time. Yep. Uh, Kira says, "Do you think Tron will open this year? No, it will not. Uh, it will not open this year. Um, so I, maybe in 2023. Uh, it is a it is an incredibly complicated attraction. When we were there, um." for the marathon weekend retreat, excuse me, <clears throat> they were still kind of working on the skin of the big, like kind of, I don't know what you call it, arch or whatever on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of work that's going into it. By the time that attraction opens, so fun fact, uh, by the time that attraction opens, it will have taken longer to build Tron than it did to build and open the Magic Kingdom in the first place when it first opened. So it has, it has taken that long, like from the time they shut down the railroad, shut down uh, the Tomorrowland Speedway to kind of reroute those things. It's just taken a really long time. You know, of course, they're and not even... The line for Tron will be equally as long. Yeah. You'll, you'll have just, to wait for three yeah, years to... This is true. You'll, you'll have to get some, the future variation of the individual lightning lanes to, <laughs> to get into it. So Genie Plus may not be around then. Who knows? Genie Plus is a hot mess, but the new DAS system... That is a byproduct of it is a game changer for my family. So the, the new version of the DAS system is, so that's a disability access service oh. um, for, you know, for guests with disabilities to help cut down on waiting in lines uh, for folks that may need that. You know, usually they have a medical reason or otherwise, but um, th- that's the case. It's, it's one of the tools Disney uses to serve guests. Well, now uh, guests can actually sign up for that in advance. Uh, so, you know, that's helpful. You can still sign up for it in person as well. And the way it sort of, interacts with the the genie plus system is is pretty solid cool. so uh it's one of the things that you know like andrew's saying came out of it um came out of it well so i do agree with you there i have have a buddy of mine um that is a travel agent with a different uh travel agency and he has a special needs son that is a big proponent of it in um I'm, I'm a big fan too so pretty solid um <laughs> Jen says, Adam seems like the happiest papa for Travel Nation. Yes. <laughs> he is a happy papa. This Proud is dad, uh this this is true. Brian says twenty twenty three is a speculation talking yeah, about Tron. Tron. So um that's that's pretty dead on there. So um Kind of moving forward again, you know, the, the travel mission treat is, you know, about becoming equipped. It's about meeting other people. Um it is I like I love the fact that it uses the word retreat because it's not like like there's a conference feel to it, yeah, but sure. it's not like your average conference where you're like oh, I gotta go to another session. Do I have to go to this one? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some you're sessions. Like, I get there, to go to another session. Yeah, <laughs> I mean there there's some things that you know you're looking forward to that are like catered like like a lunch and learn sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of it, party. yes, a lot of it is is built around um, kind of the conversations in the margins. And for me, that's and I think for some others that have you know made comments tonight, uh, that's where a lot of the uh, a lot of the growth has kind of come from in a lot of the um, kind of you know sort of experiences and learning about like each other's book of business and sharing goals and uh, you know tips and tricks and call it bob best practices what your book of business book of I, no you call it bob. i should call it bob i don't know but the name bob in the disney culture has a little bit of a true true thing to it. some we like some bobs true. some bobs we but do not like it's not just disney. hashtag it's run just disney the, it's the travel culture this it's is true the business right. owner culture this is true so Anyway, um, but no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I hear we you. We used to call, like in school, we used to call the the back of the book, like where you would check your math answers. And yeah, we used to have, back like, of all the, the book. Answers. This is we'd true. Call it Bob. Yeah, solid. Kids making noises. There are there are kids uh, making noise. We've got two monitors. One or monitors. One or our new dog. We have a new dog called Snuffles. If you're a Harry Potter fan, you know what that reference is. Um, I tried to convince the kids to do several Star Wars references. They took none of them. I wanted Padfoot, personally, but Snuffles. So we got halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, part of that. Uh, We got another monitor on the kids. So there we go. Uh, We're crate training Snuffles. Davis says, my favorite... My favorite part of the retreat was hanging out with all my new amazing friends. That is mm-hmm. awesome. It was good to meet you. I think I met you at the Harmonious Dessert Party, if I remember right. Uh, 
Um, and then Jody, say hi, Jody. Jody. Uh, Jody, one of our favorite people. It, it was the best retreat by far. It is going to be hard to beat uh, 2021. You guys are amazing. Uh, you are too, Jody. You're a yes. really awesome person. We think you're amazing. We yeah. do. We do. We do. Awesome. So let's kind of move on because um, it is, you know, we're kind of oh, going to counting here. I want to give a... Do what? He's sitting all the way up. Oh, yes. I don't know if he's like sleep sitting. He might be. Our, our five-year-old son is sitting all the way up on his little monitor, so sleep he's sitting. He's like staring blankly. It's it's, <laughs> uh, it's uh, quasi-creepy. Bless him. All right. So anyway, she, Tanya made... really bad eczema due to allergies. I think that's bothering him. Yep. This is true. This is true. So moving on to our next question of the day. Uh, actually, so we, we, pop, we pop this one up here, but our next mm -hmm. topic is this. Uh, why Run Disney is awesome. So uh, I'm not alone in this room right now with someone that has had some experience with Run Disney races. In 2013, um, I ran the Walt Disney World Marathon. It was my first and only marathon up until very recently. And she ran the Disneyland Half Marathon. And then... Disney World Half. Disney World, yep. thank you. And then well, we did... Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So later that year in September over Labor Day weekend, uh, we went to Disneyland for a 24-hour whirlwind trip. We flew over to Disney on a red eye, uh, got there, went to the race expo, got our well, we went stuff. Saturday morning. No, I thought it was like an over and back sort of thing. It was Saturday back. morning because we went to the expo yep. and we had time to go to Disneyland Park. Yep, that's true. And then the next morning was when the races was. We got up for, early. We raced. Yep. We back to the hotel, Cleaned showered, up. threw up, got on a bus, and went back to the airport. The throwing up part was real tough. I apparently do that a lot in Disney World. So what, I got a stomach bug that day, too. It was really awful. What, one of the... Uh, one of the um, go run Disney race with me. Oh, yeah. the camera on the dog. So one of the um, comments earlier on the news feed about like what to do like before and after your uh, Walt Disney World trip uh, somebody said, do not uh, fly back or drive back after the marathon. Uh, we did that after the Disneyland half. So we know yeah. what that feels like. Um, and like your muscles tighten up, you're more sore. So I kept having people after the, just close it and open it all the way up. See what, okay. So um, I can't see the dog. We've only had him like four days. This is true. About leaving him He's a sweet little pup. Thing. So um, yeah, just keep moving. Um, a lot of kinds of things. So I want to talk about some of my favorite things from the marathon weekend real quick, and you can kind of add into things that you may be aware of or whatever if you want. Um, but my favorite thing about it was honestly the people, um, the people that you ran with, the complete strangers that you met in mm -hmm. the race corrals, uh, in the start and finish area, uh, just just kind of being there. I mean, people that I had seen, like met virtually. And I was going to say, you met a not complete stranger. This is true. A, but a stranger. Right. So like <laughs> people that you meet in these sort of like run Disney and dopey challenge groups that are on Facebook where people like share tips and tricks and, you know, they understand the culture, they understand like the goals and what you're trying to do and you support each other, encourage each other, that kind of thing. Uh, there's a guy named uh, Bill who uh, was down there who took the entire uh, run Disney or, or dopey challenge training schedule that was put out by Jeff Galloway, which is the, he's an official kind of run Disney consultant. And he took that and put it into calendar form and just like shared it to everybody. Uh, and that, that wanted it. And he was always checking in. He's a, a, a what they, he's, yeah, he's what they call a perfect dopey. Uh, so he's now done the dopey challenge nine times. Uh, next year is the 10th anniversary of the dopey. Uh, and I think he's kind of focused in on doing it then as well, but I got to meet him and his wife, Tina. Do what? Better him than yeah. So uh, it was it was a lot of fun though to to kind of meet Bill in person. We actually touched base, got our pictures taken uh, together at Disney's Hollywood Studios uh, just before like, a couple of days before I left. And I think his last day, full day down there was today. So he's down there for several weeks, I yep. think. So nice. Uh, but but really awesome guy. Super encouraging people. And you know it doesn't matter. Like one of the things I love about the running community in general is that people are generous and people are encouraging. You know, regardless of what your goal is, it's kind of like travel nation in a way, to be honest, regardless of what your goal is, we are all there to, um, to, to support each other and to encourage each other and to push each other forward. And there's so many like parallels between running and life, especially when you're like training for something that's beyond what you think, uh, what you're capable of, you know, might be, um, you know, I just, I don't know. It's re really, really fun place. So I want to 
pop back to the comments real quickly. Shane says, if you don't have another, another marathon in the near future, what is your post-marathon training like? Do you try to maintain marathon pace or do you dial it back a little? Dial it back a little. Oh, he needs to dial it back a little. Yes. It's a, <laughs> and the reason why, honestly, is, give him a choice on that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a massive time commitment. Like it's people you, ask yeah. me, are you going to do the dopey again? Are you going to do the marathon again? And I say, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Like uh, it, it would be it would be fun too, honestly, but it's such a massive time commitment. Like, and it's not like, oh, you know, just a few weeks before, a few months. Like, it's the the training program for the Dopey Challenge and Marathon uh, is about six months long. So it starts off with like, uh, and this is sort of the beginner training program. You know, it starts off with like forty five minute runs a couple of times a week. You know, with some cross training mixed in there, if you can fit that in, and then with the long run that progressively builds up to a practice Dopey about a month before. Uh, the race and it, it like it takes time away from you know life from family yeah. from from other things so you know it's there are sacrifices involved in that uh, so you know when, when when you run there's all sorts of different like emotions and things and like for me I set out to do it kind of for myself in a way you know I wanted to do this really before I turned 40 but did it you know while I was still 40 which is great I mean there are people there uh, much older than me that that did the dopey challenge and uh, one really cool thing uh, this year, I'm going to take Shane's comment off the screen. Uh, one really cool thing this year is uh, for the first time ever, a single person won all oh, yeah. four races. Uh, a female 30, yeah, I think 30 something year old uh, runner, uh, incredible athlete, and also a big D- Disney fan. So she went um, all Disney like for, I think, the marathon. She sort of had her hair black and gray like Corella. And, oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. So anyway. All sorts of, yeah. Rob was making a comment about the costumes and shirts. Uh, the costumes and shirts for the 5K were amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the fun thing about the 5K Run Disney yeah. Run Disney events is that uh, it's a lot more lighthearted. People aren't as serious. There are kids there that are all, you can wear all an ages. Awkward costume for yeah. three miles. Like I don't know how you will take this or or not, but there was a couple there that dressed up as the coronavirus oh, this yeah. year. <laughs> Uh, so like some people laughed and you know, whatever, I guess at some point you do have to learn to laugh about certain things. And I know it's, it's a very like a horrible thing, um, uh, that has affected a lot of people's lives. But apparently later on when I connected with, uh, someone else that I'll talk about in a minute, uh, he apparently knows one of those two, two people and they always dress up as something kind of edgy, I guess, to draw attention to themselves or laugh to keep from crying sometimes. Yes, this is true. This is true. Uh, Jen says, yeah, I'm running th- around three times a week, so I get that, but I'm single and live alone, so I don't have to feel guilty for not spending time with others. So, yeah, there you go. So it's it's a time thing. But is, yeah. um, <laughs> Jen says, an introvert's dream. So, uh, living <laughs> so, alone. So, like, about 10 years ago, John had got a job somewhere else, and I was, like, he went ahead and moved to the new location, and I lived in our yep. home alone for, like, two months. And I'd never lived alone because I got married while I was still in college. So I lived alone in our home for like two months, and I was like, this is the best. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> it was so awesome. Yeah, so... Um, I get that. It, it is a dream. Yeah, no, no, 100%. Um, for sure. So, yeah, a lot of um, a lot, a lot of great things to, to take from that. Um, and another thing I want to say about running specifically, and kind of the, definitely the Run Disney community applies to this, is that there's a sort of like miss, I don't know, uh, mistaken thought that running is a solo sport and it's not. Uh, it's not a solo sport because of you know it takes people uh, to to help help you prepare for these things that you're chasing after. You know, there's a great running pun for you. Um, there, it takes people to you know to, to support you while you're on the course, the signs, the the aid stations, uh, you know, even like the coaches in preparation. Uh, the logistics, even the technology that goes into like making running shoes and all the different types of like running fuels that are out there today, like goo, goo gels and honey stinger, um, little gummies and all these different things that are out there. So you're getting like super deep. Yeah, I'm just no, thinking, I know. Like, like you were talking about, we were saying about Travelmation earlier. And, yeah. And I believe Shane or someone said like, feels like a big family. That's the thing about runners. It's like, does like people who are runners from elite down to like, I run from here to the refrigerator. Like any kind of runner like builds each other up. Like you just don't see, I don't know. It's not like in some sports where people are like, well, I'm better at this than you. I can lift more weights than you or whatever. Like you don't see that with runners. They're like, you are running one mile. Like that's amazing. We're going to cheer you on. And so I feel like it's it's a big family. Like you don't know these strangers, but if you start lagging, I mean, we were at Disneyland running the half marathon and I was very sick. Um, 
And I remember a stranger lady. I can't tell you what she looked like. I can't tell you anything about her. I was so sick. But I remember she like walked with us for a while and like held my elbow and like talked to me because she could tell I was, I mean, I was, I was like white as a sheet. Like I was obviously not feeling well. And I don't know who she is. I don't know anything about her. But she didn't know me. Doesn't matter. But she's in there. So, like, I think that's yeah. one of the neat things about the running community. And if I can change the subject for half a second, slightly. One of the cool things about the Disney races is just the atmosphere. Like, when we did the Disney mm-hmm. race back in 13, we said, this is, if for anyone who wants to do a long distance, like a half or a full, and yep. has never done this before, this is the way to do it. 100%. Because it's so low pressure. It's just super fun. Like, you start getting tired, oh, just go wait in a line for a photograph of the character. Like, there's characters lying. I mean, there's just so much to do. The character stops. Exactly, Rob, because, I mean, again, if if you're not used to all this or, um, you know, a lot of people walk them. That's fine. Um, But even if you're used to walking around Disney, you may not be used to walking, like, 13 miles. So, I mean, it it gives you a good excuse to stop and um, slow down for a minute. I just think the whole experience is really neat. Getting up early... Yeah, that's the hard part. So, like, that's one of the things I was gonna was gonna talk about. The hardest part, honestly, was the early wake up calls for um, the half marathon. No, for the five k and ten k, I think we had to be at the start area by three uh, thirty a.m. Eastern time for the uh, for like a five o'clock race. Did yeah, start like five or yeah. 5:30? The 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 start time uh, started at five. My corral, I was in the last one, did not cross the start line until closer to an hour after the first crowd. Yeah. Like that's how many people run yeah. these things. So like lots of people, all different, you know, abilities or whatever. So, and, but then for the half marathon, Same amount of people that you run into at Bucky's. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, for the half marathon and marathon, um, it was 30 minutes earlier. So, you know, I had to be there at like 3 AM. So like Disney's like shutting down roads and stuff and like some of the really cool parts. So like, you know, talking about, um, the, the, the characters and the people and, and all the things, um, is like being able to run through the parks, especially with the half marathon and marathon. I mean, you do that a little bit, the 5k and 10k, but for the half marathon and marathon, I mean, it's just something really special about cool. getting to run through the parks, even while they're open. So there's like people, you know, walking around, like wondering what in the world is going on. Like, why is traffic so horrible? And it's taking me an hour to drive to Magic Kingdom, and it normally normally only takes ten minutes. One of my but, groups I was in was that they were checking out of their hotel really early, and they were like, "There's some raucous party going on at Epcot at like five fifteen <laughs> in the morning," and everyone's like, "It's the marathon." No idea. <laughs> Yeah, I, I met some folks on uh, the plane on the way to Orlando that had no idea the marathon weekend was going on. And it was, I think, a couple of their first time to, to Disney. And I was like, just Hopefully so you so. know. <laughs> so it, it does, like, all that to say, like, if you're if you're playing a trip um, around a race weekend, be it, like, uh, the, the marathon weekend, usually the first full weekend in January, uh, the Princess Half weekend in February, or, like, the Wyandine weekend in... October, uh, in, November. Yeah, in, yeah. in, in, in November. Yeah, so, Not like, just to be. be flexible, you know, be flexible. And they're a lot of fun. Like, there's just something about the atmosphere. Be flexible is just good whenever you go to Disney. Yes, yeah, so, it's true. <laughs> like I always say, plan well and be flexible. Yeah. So... It's pretty solid. Put that but on a shirt. Did you come up with that, or is that from someone? No, I came up with it. Let's put it on a shirt. We should. We need to. Hashtag yeah. plan well, be flexible. So in summary, um, <clears throat> kind of like I was saying earlier, uh, I think with running, um, and even to like travel nation, travel agents, if you're if you're listening to this, it supplies. Like I'm not I'm not a supervisor with travel nation. I'm not a vice president. Like I've been doing this for you know two and a half years now with them or so, uh, three years. What, so well, with them, yeah, can Yeah, so um, is is this? You are capable of much more than you think. Uh, with marathons in in all the races at Disney, you have to maintain a sixteen minute per mile pace. That is a fast walking pace for most people, uh, and even with that, there's a little bit of grace built in, especially when it when it gets warm outside. So I think the really the lesson there is to kind of you know pick up. You keep going, you know, even when it gets hard. And this is like cheesy stuff. Like I get that. But like for me, when I was like 20 years ago, I would have never in my life pictured myself doing something like this. Like 20 year old me would be like, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, you want to do what? Um, but, you know, that my whole story, like I may share my running story at some point uh, of how I got into that was because of a college, a class I had to have for college credit. Uh, I was not like athletic in high school at all. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's 
yeah, surprise face. He there it goes. Yeah, if you're still if you're still watching, thank you. Um, but <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff um, that they do uh, for these races, and and it kind of helps you through the process. Um, and they're just they're just fun. They're just they're Here just a lot them. of fun and super encouraging. Um, and like, you know, everybody I highly recommend doing at least. One. Yeah. Even at, if you're not a runner, a hundred percent doesn't matter. Walk the yeah. thing, do a five. I mean, it's just a big old raucous party. Um, I want to bring up one other thing. So Jen says the fact you got to see the adventurers club, uh, I am jealous. So for those of you that don't know what the adventurers club is, uh, it used to exist over at where do you remember? Adventures club, the adventurers club. Is it Pleasure Island, downtown Disney, before it was taken down? The Adventures Club was very heavily themed. So when um, I lived there, I was... Yes, it was still there. 19. Yeah. I might not have been able to go there. No. I don't, I don't think, I don't I think you could have. I, I yeah. never went to Pleasure Island. So, um, but it, is, it, is a, it was a very heavily themed club that kind of has its own cult following. There's some like dedicated Facebook groups and stuff. Anyway, for the 50, since this was like the, the marathon weekend during the 50th anniversary celebration. the Adventures Club that goes yes, throughout it's, the park? Yes, it's, like, it's, it's, it's all, all okay. part of the whole like story. society of adventures and yeah, explorers. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So for, for those of you that know that, there's a whole story that goes with the society of adventures and explorers. It's explorers and adventures, right? Yeah, explorers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, explore. Yeah. So part of like the whole uh, jungle, jungle cruise and yeah. skipper canteen motif. Anyway. So they had some of the actors that played some of those characters out on the marathon course with some of the original props from the Adventurers Club, which is pretty awesome. And uh, they also had Streetmosphere back uh, for the first time um, in Disney's Hollywood Studios. So the citizens of uh, citizens of Hollywood that were out, you know, they're kind of out there like interacting oh, yeah. with people, and uh, it was just so much fun, so cool to you see saw them. The one out of cowbell. Yes. Like, I was a martini glass. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> and they had some original like classic ride vehicles. They had an entire submarine from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. They yeah. had uh, let's see ride vehicles from uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, yep. I remember from seeing the Snow White and the Scary Adventures, and uh, they had one of the original Astro Orbiter vehicles kind of out there, which is which is really like, really neat. Like they, yeah, so you know, Disney still got these things somewhere. They didn't just sell them to some guy with you know ridiculous loads of, of money. But um, yeah, this is I mean, this, this is true. That's our business. John Stamos probably has them somewhere. Um, if you know, you know. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know. Google John Stamos and Disney ride vehicles, and you'll see what I mean. Uh, he has he he literally has a Dumbo the Flying Elephant ride vehicle well, no, in his house. It, so well, that, you. but that's not the only thing. That's not the only thing. So anyway, so what did Pepe call him in Haunted Mansion? I don't remember. John. Estemos. John like, Estemos. Close, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Muppets on it, Mansion. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Go see it. It's outstanding. So, to wrap up for the night, I want to kind of share with you all uh, just wish. just three things and three words, really. It's the three words, get out there. And that's Travel Mation's kind of battle cry going into 2022 is to get out there and explore uh, there's so much to see, so many memories to create, so many things to do. Uh, our world is so massive, and there are just so many amazing things to kind of expose ourselves to. Um, some people, and I was listening to the Travelmation podcast that was done live at the retreat, part of it today while I was in the car. And one of the things they talked about was that so many people spend their you know entire lives in, in one place, in one town, and really don't get out there. Like, we can go on the internet and watch videos and stuff, but unless you kind of get out there and experience these things in person... Um, you know, a lot of those memories and, and, and whatnot, emotions sort of bond with those experiences. It's not the same as if like watching it through, mm -hmm. you know, a screen, which we all understand the past couple of years have taught us that life in person is not the same as experiencing it through a screen. So well, it's like, to me, it's like why it's important to read aloud with your kids and your family. You build common experiences. You, it creates a bond. Yeah. And it helps to build empathy. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's very easy to be um, nervous around or fearful of people that act very differently than you yeah. or look very different than you right. and, and have a different culture than you. And I think it's really important to expose yourself to that and your kids to that. Yeah. Like these different people in different cultures, different parts of the world, I think, um, and I think it builds a common, uh, like, shared experience, mm -hmm. and it helps to build empathy. Yep. And, I mean, it, 
like I'm a big read aloud person. <laughs> we're we're big about reading aloud to our kids and as a family here um, in our house, and it's because of a lot of that. Like, and that's one way you get to experience the world is through reading. But actual travel obviously takes it a step further. Yeah. Like someone the other day was was saying to me, like, I thought you didn't like traveling, Tanya, <laughs> and now you became a travel agent. And I was like, well. I don't really like the act of traveling. Like people get, ex- there are people yeah. who get like excited to go to the airport and I'm like, mm, no. I do. <laughs> um, I, I do not. I do not. But I know how important it is. And when I get to where I'm going, I always end up, yep. you know, enjoying myself. Like when we went to Peru years ago, I was like, I can't mm-hmm. believe I agreed to do this. And then I got there and obviously had a wonderful time. Yeah. But, um, but again, I'm an introvert. Like we talked about earlier, right. I could live alone and I would be yes. great. This is true. <laughs> but I know that I won't grow that yep. way. And yep. that's how we grow and we learn is experiencing new things and getting out there. Get out there. Get it done. One last comment it's and really, then I'll really let, let her go to bed. It is. She's about, she's about to turn into a pumpkin or something. <laughs> that's what happens in the Cinderella. All right. I don't even, Haley says. I can't even come up with a good retort. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Haley says, hi, John. I may have to try one of these one day. One day is if I want to be adventurous. Four kids. I guess I think that you meant to say takes a toll on you. And it does. We know that. Four kids does take a that's toll on you. That's why I like to travel alone. Yes. <laughs> this is true. So uh, we, we've got four kids and, and completely get that sentiment for sure. I'm trying um, to get him to plan my next vacation. I, I, I'm going to solo vacation. Yeah, momcation. And I gave him some ex- some like ideas. and She did. Oh, he's we're, busy, no, we're busy taking care of all you people yeah, with your travel your needs. Stop booking trips with I me. Wait, no, don't no, do don't. that. <laughs> don't. But I do get the last. This is true. I'm trying not to. I'm just playing my own now. Maybe you should. Anyway, all right. So um, now, now, that, now that that's <laughs> now that that's wrapped up, wrapped up. Uh, really appreciate uh, you all kind of hang out with us tonight. Uh, it's a lot of fun uh, interacting with you, and uh, thank you to the Travelmation folks that kind of hung out with us a little bit tonight and uh, kind of commented along the way, yeah. and to other folks that are following. Thank you so much. I uh, really appreciated that. Um, Ira, if you're watching, hello. Uh, and if you are listening to this on Apple Apple Podcast, please go and rate the show. On Travel Tips Tuesday. Even if you do not listen to it, uh, please subscribe to it on Apple Podcast and give us a rating. A good um, we're one. Trying to, yeah, it's it's been a couple of years since we've had some. So, a bad one. Just send us an yes, email or something. Yes, please do. Uh, I think Jen gave us one recently that was that was very flattering. Thank you for that. But um, we'd love to hear from some of you all. Hear what you think. If you got any show ideas, that kind of stuff, feel free to drop them in there. If you think we're completely useless and. Nobody should listen to us. Put that in there as well. I plan honesty. But, but don't just put it on the review. as long as you rate us five stars, <laughs> that's what matters with the algorithms. I think. So yay algorithms. <laughs> Hashtag buzzword. So thank you all again so much for joining us tonight for Travel Tips. Hashtag word vomit. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Hashtag word vomit. What a great way to end the show, folks. <laughs> We'll see you here. We uh, talked about being sick quite a few times during this episode, actually. <laughs> this is this true. This is the kind of thing I bring to this show yes. now that I'm here. She does. She brings a lot. We'll see you all next time. Have a magical rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.